0: Alrighty everyone, thank you back for the second episode of The Unwavering Believer. I had a ton of fun making the first one, all the little short clips went with it, if you saw any of those. Uh, I really appreciate it that you guys are even back, or if not, it's your first time here. For those of you that don't know me, my name is MJ Creel, 22 years old, um, devoted my life my faith for some time now, and the intention behind this podcast, which you can see in the description as well, or my bio, is to kind of help people navigate a world that is just getting darker by the day, really. Um, You know, making the most of it—not just getting through it to survive, but more so understanding how to thrive in a world that's gone this dark in a way that has taught, you know, and gone so far out of the way to teach against, you know, biblical senses and and um, from a spiritual standpoint, where we're supposed to be as men and women, you know, God-fearing men and women. That is. Um, So, anyways, like I was saying, welcome back to the second episode. Um, And with this topic, I feel feel something—that is, um, you know, essentially inevitable, just for everybody, God-fearing or not. Um, and that is um embracing isolation. Um and isolation what comes with it eventually, as we could all assume naturally is uh, loneliness. And um with that loneliness comes what was my kind of high school motto, I'm sure a lot of you could second this as well, was FOMO. The fear of missing out, man. Oof. Glad that ship has sailed for quite some time now because that was some that was brutal in its time. Um but anyway, just kinda get right into it. And why isolation, I believe, is the you know, one of the most pivotal points in going from just being your average Joe who lives for the world and 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 serves his fleshly desires to uh, to a man who eventually will serve God, who will rely on something much greater than himself. Uh, a man that realizes he is not as strong, as wise, or as powerful as he thinks he may be. Um, that is definitely found in that isolation, that loneliness, um, even in the fear of missing out or FOMO, if you will. Um, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn and why I tell it not just isolation, but embracing isolation is because there's so much growth that can be found in, in the loneliness. There's so much growth that can be found in being solely just in your own presence and learning to enjoy it is, is pivotal. It's of the utmost importance because if you are solely relying on external things to bring you that joy, you will lose yourself very fast. Um, and for me personally, not that trying to make this about me, but just kind of relaying back to my whatever little experiences I do have isolation for me, um, I mean, gave me a full one eighty. I mean I was never much of a party never much of a drinker, never done any drug in my life or the nicotine stuff never. Ever, ever, ever. Um But uh there was a time, a short span of my life where I was for you know, for the majority of the summer going out with my buddies and, and partying, having fun and doing things that uh, you know I don't say I don't want to say regret because everything I've done has got me to be this point. So and i'm quite content with where i'm at not self-lo- self-loathing but just because we're you know the lord has uh has directed me but doing things i probably shouldn't have done things i definitely wouldn't do now and um you know find that isolation stuff at first you know you definitely feel like you're missing out on things it feels like you're not m- maximizing your time like um you now overall just like you're missing out you know uh, uh, that's why i wanted to mention fomo right off the bat the, the amount of wisdom that comes with it, you know, learning to enjoy your own company, learning to really narrow down the people in your life that should remain in your life and understanding where to draw the line. Um, you know, these are kind of just ma- like major talking points, a few that I had written down here. And, you know, and, and even more importantly than a few that I've mentioned is in that isolation is, is when God is shaping you into the man or woman you're supposed to be. That is why that isolation is so important um you know and and the la- one of the last things i had here is um you know the realization of that is realizing why you're in the phase you're in um then you can finally remove yourself from those dark clouds and kind of look from a bird's eye view of what's going on and um get a great sense of clarity you know as to why it's going on at first it may not make much sense and you may not enjoy it too much but um I mean, understanding what comes with it, it's, you know, at least for me personally, I definitely feel like in a good way, I'm not saying it's in a bad way, I know naturally people hear that they feel like they've aged, you know, a couple of years. Um, I'm saying more from a a mentality standpoint, I feel like I've definitely aged in some sort of wisdom, God willing, of course, as I always say, not by human reason, not that I've been studying up in my books and, you know, and, and trying to be like a philosopher, but no, simply God willing that in isolation and in enduring whatever it is that I did go through, um, There was definitely a great sense of wisdom that was learned and it was solely solely because i had to appreciate and enjoy my own company and um not solely rely on that of external things so why don't we uh just dive right into it picking apart one thing at a time here beginning with the loneliness that essentially you know isolation same thing but the loneliness i want to differ from the term isolation because loneliness was definitely something um, where it feels like something's almost always missing and no matter what you're either always missing out or something is always missing. And, uh, you know, it's something I still feel this day every once in a while. And I'm sure a lot of you who who can say that they've overcome that phase in their life or in their walk with God or whatever, maybe that there's still times you feel that way. Um, usually late at night, you know, and it's just you and your thoughts and, 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 you know, the more distractions of the day to keep your mind occupied. That's where things kind of set in. Um, that's how it's been for me at least and um, you find yourself questioning a lot of things in that time you know that's why i like to think in that isolation period in that loneliness period you learn a lot about yourself because everything that you've been able to kind of keep buried down you know hit it somewhere deep deep and dark it now comes to the light because there are minimal distractions now and you become the sole purpose of your life and then eventually hopefully it turns into jesus christ becoming the center of your life but before that comes in that lonely period Everything about you becomes emphasized, everything is bolded, and now you can't just focus like you once did on everything that was important to you, or everything that was going so great, or all the big things, all the big pictures in your life, you now have to narrow down on the little nicks and crannies, and all the little things, all the little flaws you've tried to avoid for so long. They now come to the light, and you can't avoid it any longer. Um, And I think it's in those times where people are forced, people are forced to, Turn to something and i can't say it's always god i wish it was but it's not uh for me it was fortunately enough um i I gotta you know credit my mother for that kind of brought me up on that and um, introduced the whole faith thing to me so uh, you know a lot of it comes from her and i do owe her that but it was never forced upon me pushed upon me um so I, i like to say i'm very fortunate that i ended up where i was you know in this whole faith ordeal you know if you will um, you know it was only because of loneliness you know the pain that it originates a pain then it turns into isolation and then like we we're saying the loneliness um, everything kind of comes to the light everything I was avoiding for so long kind of came to light in everything you know whether you're a person who enjoyed confrontation or or despised it you I mean you kind of had to welcome it because there's nowhere else to run there was nowhere else to hide or or, or bury these secrets or these pains or these things that were with you for so long but maybe they seem minimal in the time so you were able to avoid it but that's what loneliness and the isolation um that is what that will do it'll bring it all to the light as i've said numerous times already so just understand when it comes to looking at the glass half full versus half empty when you are in that period just know not only you're going to learn so much about yourself but there's such a it's such a great opportunity for growth um and it's probably the best time to focus on all those little things that I've been mentioning that you've been hiding, that you've been kind of avoiding. You can't push them off any longer. And quite frankly, the way I see it is glass half full because now there's no, there's no, even if they're weak little chains, you know, now's the time to break them off. And I think people overlook that too much and they could either turn to, you know, something much greater than themselves, like faith, as I mentioned, or, you know, maybe they want to. New things that could lead them sometimes for the better, but most of the times, I like to say, for the worse. When it comes to isolation, you see people kind of lose themselves, you see people turn to things that are not you know, it's just not them, and it's good, change is good. But you know, when, when pivotal change is needed, you need to rely on something stronger, rely on something smarter, more powerful. And when you rely on something that can just be taken away from you in the blink of an eye, you are ultimately, as I have said before in my other videos, you are building a house almost on sand, meaning your foundation sucks. So, you know, not in that I want to dive into the relationship conversation here, because it's something I want to save, excuse me, for another video, but it's like people who are in relationships, um, and I, I mean no personal aim towards anyone if I know someone who's watching this and, and maybe this applies to you in some way. I, I really don't mean it like this at all. I'm just speaking from a general standpoint. People in relationships who are almost, you know, afraid to be alone. You know, maybe they go from one to the next, one to the next, one to the next. Um you know, it's 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 that fear of alone. It's like you're almost holding on by a thread and that when that relationship ends, you know, it's like the the clock starts, you know, that the um you know, the ticker starts the time the I'm sorry, I'm trying to think what those little sand things are called, like where you t- turn them over and like the sand starts running through the middle. Sorry, I don't know why I'm having a brain freeze, can't think of that. But what I'm getting at is, you know, it's like the time starts ticking, you know, and and it's like oh, it's who you are and everything you value and everything you're worth slowly begins to dwindle, and you don't see you for who you truly are worth anymore because you're so afraid of isolation. And um, I've met people in my time that I think this is definitely applicable to, and they're all great people, every single one of them. I, don't, I really don't have any negative things to say about anyone. Um, but it's people that get caught kind of in that circle, like myself included. Um, when I was younger, <laughs> going through a certain, uh, similar situation, I was very fortunate that the person on the other side of the relationship was um, much stronger than I was in the time and not willing to kind of allow that trap to set in of going back and forth, going back and forth because I was so afraid of being alone, so afraid of being scared. I got so comfortable having um, somebody with me at all times, someone you could always rely on. And I was so afraid of just being alone that I was willing to do, you know, ridiculous, unfathomable, crazy things that I would have never done in the first place or thought I would have because I was that afraid of isolation. Um, So just to kind of, you know, summarize in regards to relationships, I want to keep this for a whole separate video because I think there's a lot to be learned and a lot to be said about it. Um, If you are somebody who has to constantly be in a relationship because... You know, whatever you tell yourself, if you're somebody who has to constantly be in a relationship, I don't know what it is that you tell yourself, but I'm telling you subconsciously what it is, is af- you're afraid of being alone. Or maybe it's because, and this is kind of rooting off a little bit, but might as well while I'm here, is that maybe you need you know, that extra sense of confidence or someone to constantly you know, be there to hold your hand and tell you this, that, and the other. Um, it all roots back to isolation and the fear of being alone. Um, so if this is you, I would highly recommend, not saying that my advice is going to hold any place in your heart that you take a step back, you remove yourself from the situation, and you force yourself to be alone. You force yourself to experience that isolation, you force yourself to have to face everything that you've been burying, everything you've been avoiding for so long. Bring it to the light. Let it happen naturally, whichever, but it has to come to the light because it will sit with you forever if you never address it and it will grow and grow and grow and eventually weed off into other things in your life that you never thought were possible and then you've got yourself a whole train wreck later in life at a point where you need to maybe have a stronger foundation um again all rooted back to isolation we'll find ourselves doing crazy things to avoid loneliness you know um at least for me personally i've definitely gotten out of that part of my life thank goodness um but people you know you really sit down and have an examination of conscience, realize how hard are you trying to avoid fear I'm mean, sorry, that you're so fearful of, of isolation that you're doing everything in your power to avoid it when reality is probably the best thing for you. You know, it's the thing that's gonna tell you who you really are, it's the thing that's gonna make you grow, it's the thing that's gonna show you, you know, how God can shape you into the man or woman you're supposed to be. You know, that, that's that's what being alone does. Because you're focused. I'm sorry, you are forced to focus on the things that matter. And hopefully, you know, I hope and pray that that thing that matters is Jesus Christ, is faith. You know, a lot more than a New Year's resolution or turning over a new leaf. It's something that you devote your life to. And it's a peace that transcends all peace and understanding that transcends all understanding. And, and you know, it only comes with, with, with full concentration, at least to begin. You need to be all in to begin. And not saying that with time that could dwindle, that could fade. I'm just saying when you first go all in... You need to be at a point in your life where you could devote yourself fully. I mean, if it means doing, you know, extra amounts of of Bible study or, or staying in prayer more than than you know than usual in your than your schedule permit. And again, I'm not trying to say that it's okay after you get that foundation that that, that your faith can dwindle and that your your concentration and commitment can dwindle because that's not the point. But you get to a point where you understand what it takes to have that balance without always having to have your eyes in the Bible or always be on your knees in prayer, which we should be praying and should be doing Bible study. But it's about balance and, you know, to be, to not really understand how it works and still be half in, you know, it's, you're never going to get the results you're looking for. And that's why you find people saying, oh, I was an ex-Christian, ex-Catholic, this, that, and the other, you know, it didn't work for me. Well, is that really how it happened? Or is it just that maybe you experienced something that was, you know, really a challenge, really a way to make you question your faith. And and instead of standing up for what you know is right, or maybe what you want to believe, you allowed your emotions to take over, which I explained in the last video, how our emotions can't dictate our life or else we'll never amount to nothing. Um, and then you find yourself in the position you're in, ultimately probably hurting more, but like we talk about with distractions, you can just bury it. You could keep it way deep down where no one will ever find it, not even yourself, until maybe one day your head hits the pillow and it all comes to fruition, and it all just comes right to the surface, and there's no more avoiding it. Um, that's what isolation does. That's what, alone, that's what being alone does. And I know I keep saying the same two terms over and over and over again, it's like a broken record, but that's what I want this whole point of this video to be, is, is welcoming isolation. The whole point of this channel is to is essentially, if I put it into one word, is perspective. It's it's to look at everything that we view naturally as negative and being able to view it as a glass-half-full type analogy, being able to view it as a way to better yourself or a way that God is going to better you. That is the essentially the intention behind this whole channel. Um, and again, these are things that if I was in maybe your position, someone who's really struggling right now and doesn't really understand how the faith works or is not really interested or whatever it may be, um, you know, I wouldn't just take this and run with it. I'm I'm a realist in the same way you must be. Um, you don't just hear things once and say, okay, he's right, she's right, let's run with that. No, it takes time. It takes commitment. These are things that I only believe now so firmly because of the sole purpose that I lived it and experienced it, endured it somehow. <laughs> that's exactly how it feels, but that's, uh, that's what it is. You know, and I truly believe everything that I'm saying. You know, this is not for the sake of clout to say, "Oh, look at me! I'm a podcast host." Per se, I, you know, I genuinely mean everything I'm saying. Um, and everything I'm saying here is the same thing I'll say when the cameras are off, close, uh, the doors are closed. You know, you're gonna get the same same thing out of me. You know, and I genuinely want what is best for every single one of you. Um, and I understand some of the things I'm saying may be tough to either understand, tough to want to accept, but. If there's one thing you could get out of any of this, it's, it's um, you know, ultimately just always relying on something much greater than yourself, no matter what, because at the end of the day, you can, while we're on this earth and, you know, relying on earthly things, there's always going to be an out, there's always a way, there's always some sort of wisdom to be learned, um, you know, no matter what circumstance you're in, but when it comes to your eternity, I mean you know the day you die and you're you're in line you know waiting the day of judgment or waiting waiting the final word if you're if your name's in the book of life it's i mean not that i ever want to say you know that i know how it'll be at those heavenly gates but you want to talk about loneliness i mean there's nothing anyone not the president not you know foreign dictators not not any powerful person on earth that could do anything for you in that moment you know, and people are so passive as to want to look at death like it's like a movie, like it's a game, like, you know, just do this with me when I die, you know, just, just bury me here, cremate me, spread me there, you know, so I could be at peace and all these things. Like, how do you know you're going to be at peace, you know, just because you're a good person? No. And I know that this is sort to dive, you know, into a whole nother topic of eternity. And it's just, you know, it's kind of tough not to talk about this every time I can. But essentially what I'm getting at is, you know, when it all comes back to this isolation thing is is not denying it welcoming it and then ultimately as i said probably five times already relying on something far greater than yourself um and so i have a few things written here you know with the pros and cons of it um you know i'll even begin with the cons just to kind of get this out of the way but yes in that isolation period you are going to miss out on things in the end you're going to miss out on things things you want to do um you know i'm not saying in that time you have to skip everything You know, you gotta just be a couch potato or hide in a shell somewhere, but what it means is you have to make sacrifices, you know, you essentially have to sacrifice the things that you once did that are no longer good for you, that you now know, you know, and, and people can lie to themselves all they want, they enjoy the partying, the drinking, the smoking, all this, but I mean, there's people I know that aren't even believers in any way that, you know, are having smaller realizations that it's not what they want, and And, you know, they keep lying to themselves, but even them, you know, it's, you can't, you can't lie to yourself forever. You know, eventually things are going to catch up with you. And in the times you're alone, in the times where there are no distractions, or the times that are the most pivotal, you know, in your life, because that is where everything about you is brought to the surface. Everything, 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 everything. And I'm going to rephrase that line probably 30 more times throughout the the course of this video because it is the, it is something so important, something so crucial that I learned that everything I was hiding and it was, when it comes to the light, one of the most, you know, the, the toughest pill to swallow for me was me being a lukewarm Christian. You know, I was making all these TikToks, all these videos saying, you know, this, that, and the other of, of being a true believer and all these motivational encouragement clips when in reality I was, a fraud, if you will. I'm, I'm not saying you have to be perfect for you can start publicizing, you know, your, your take on faith or anything. But I was literally just going against everything I was saying. Literally just going against everything I was saying behind closed doors and people kind of applauded me, um, because I was able to make the videos and I thought that was it. Like, you know, you make the videos out there. Oh, you, you put it out there. You're such a great guy. You're the, you're this or that, or, or, you know, but that's the easy part, man. I mean, you shouldn't be denying the name, you know, it, it's like, there's no reason to deny your faith ever. I never understood that. And yeah, it was a little bit of nerves making the first video, but not cause I care what anyone else thought of me, but just because I didn't want to sound stupid. So, um, you know, and I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm drifting kind of back and forth and back and forth. I'm still trying to get used to staying on one topic and not just completely take off with it. But back to FOMO, um, you're going to miss things. And what you will realize in the time being, or maybe not in the time being, it's tough kind of to see, you know, through the weeds, if you will, when you're actually in the mud, um, but, um, you'll learn towards the end of, of that isolation period, I'm not saying it's ever going to entirely end, but once you start to gain that spiritual wisdom and, and strength and endurance, you're going to realize that the things you missed out on, you know, you probably shouldn't have never even been a part of in the first place and it's not, and you're not going to be upset about it. I mean, maybe you're going to wish you didn't do it as much as whatever it is that you did, um, or, you know, constantly taking part of, but you realize it was just for your own betterment. You know, that's what everything else is in this faith. Everything that people say, you know, God's like a dictator, this, that, and the other. But you realize that everything that he demands of us and asks of us are just things that are for our betterment. You know, it's not like we're just, like he forces us to shine his, his golden shoes or to comb his, his hair. Like, you know, it's not, these are not tasks that are meaningless. Like everything that we are instructed to do, asked to do, serve a much greater purpose than what human reason can understand. You know, and people want to act solely off what they can prove and what they could truly believe and and, and and acknowledge or be able to truly understand on a much deeper level when in reality that's not even what faith is. You know, faith's about trust, and at that point if it's if you're at the point where you could fully understand every single act that you have to do, then it's not even faith anymore. You know, I'm not gonna say it's science, but where's the trust in that? You know? Um you could know, kinda of think of it like, like it's a trust fall when you know there's someone standing directly behind you. Or if God were to tell you just to fall straight backwards in the same trust fall, he won't tell you if anyone's behind you, would you do it? Like, it's, you know, maybe a, a silly analogy, but that's the point. You you can't always truly understand why everything in your life is happening, good or bad. That, that's, that defeats the whole purpose of faith, you know? Um, and maybe I could have conjoined a few other things with this topic just because, you know, I could keep going on it for a while, but I don't want to sound kind of redundant in any way, but... Um, you know, just if this is kind of the one-line message I could get out from this video—not that I want to cut this short—it's—it's it's welcoming the isolation period that may be approaching or that you're currently in, and realizing it's not just bad. You know, it's not just isolation to be isolated. It's if you really want to see it for what it is, or if you really want to hear what it is, it's—it's—it's it's, it's a time. Of maybe detoxing, a time to remove everything in your life that you don't need anymore. You know, maybe a fresh start. Not much greater than a New Year's resolution. Much greater than you know, just turning over a new leaf. Like I mentioned earlier, this is a, a point where, and I mentioned pivotal a few times. It is. It, it's simply pivotal because when everything's on the surface now, there's no more hiding. There's no more hiding anything about you that you dislike or anything that needs to be changed. You know, you're, you're forced to deal with it, and then it's how you're going to cope. What are you going to turn to? Um, and I really do hope and pray that it's God. I really do. Um, and then again, to just to kind of summarize that it's, it's realizing, you know, kind of going back to it being pivotal that how you come out of this, you know, it's never too late for change, but how you come out of this isolation period in a in, you know, in a, in a pretty big way is going to determine almost who you're going to be. Whether it's a God-fearing man or woman, or someone who has turned to something that can be removed, can be broken in the blink of an eye, back to that house built on sand foundation. That's that's what it is. When when you're in a time of alone, of pain, of grief, whatever it is, you turn to. That is that has just become your foundation. That's become your strength. Um. So try and remember that. And if you're in a time where maybe you, maybe you want to, you know, kind of accept isolation or kind of want to pursue it in a way which is kind of crazy to think um but it really is beneficial tremendously um just don't be afraid man no don't, don't be afraid of what comes with it of what the boys or the gals are going to say when you say you know what, maybe i don't want to go out tonight Maybe I'm going to stop doing this or stop doing that. Not because, you know what, this is the new me. You know, I'm just going to stop doing this, stop doing that. No, like it's got to be much deeper rooted. You know, it's got to be a deeper rooted meaning in why you want to change. And I definitely, again, I 100% think you need to embrace isolation. You need to cut yourself off from the things, the people that are not bettering you. That sounds selfish. Um, but when I say cut off, I don't mean remove yourself from their life because in the same way you're trying to better yourself, sometimes other people just need that push. You know, hopefully what I'm doing here is giving you that little kick in the butt, the fire in your belly to want to make that change. Other people need that sometimes. So don't remove yourself in the sense that you're unreachable, but move, your, remove yourself in the sense that you're not that same person you once was, or once were, excuse me. You're not the same person who it, who is, you know, going out three, four, five times a week to... If they won't admit it, you know, I mean, it's it's probably still there somewhere that they just want to distract themselves from whatever it is in their life that they're not happy with. Um, the person who drinks or smokes because, you know, whether it eases the pain, which is a common, you know, the common cliche, it eases the pain, and it's true for most people, so I won't even call it a cliche, but it essentially all is deeper rooted in not wanting to be alone, not wanting to face the fears, not wanting to face the realities of their situations. And, um... You know, it's, it's scary because you realize that it's snowball effect. And until, until you are willing to face the music, I think that's the saying, you're just really willing to face the music, you'll just keep snowballing. You'll keep having these new, you'll have one, one new thing after the one new habit, whatever you want to call it after the other, that is, um, essentially just going to get you on a darker and darker path. Um, again, all until you face the music, the realities of your life, of your decisions, of your thought process, the way you walk and the way you talk, you know, you have to have a real examination of conscience, it's not a five minute thing before you go to bed. I mean, removing yourself from negative, toxic scenarios and people that are ultimately not going to serve you and serve God in the long run. Um, and I really do hope that makes sense. I don't want to babble or sound redundant, so I'm, I think I'm just going to leave it there for now. Um, I really hope this made sense, you know, in some way, shape, or form. And again, I really do appreciate all the feedback. Uh, I had a few people say some things about the first one, which is really great. It helped me out a ton. Um, and at any point, if there's anything you do want to see, anything you want me to speak on, whether it's in a video form or just in a, you know, personal reach out form, you know, on any form of the social media things I do have, I don't have a, a personal one, but if you reach out on anything, I'm sure I'll see it at some given point and I'll reach out I'd be happy to help. That's what this is about, you know, so thank you guys again really for tuning in i have really enjoyed this process that it's been so far and it's been a short one i've uh, i've really enjoyed it um definitely learning a lot by myself as i am hopefully you know helping you guys as well um and yeah I think that's all i got for today thank you guys so much for tuning in again i look forward to hearing from you guys any feedback at all and uh until the next episode guys god bless